the podcast is a great way to not only learn some tips and tricks, but also to get some insight into what it involves. That's why we try and share the good and the bad and the ugly so that you get a really good understanding of what it's like to actually be a full-time renovator. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Hello, everybody. It gives me great pleasure to be turning the tables on Bernadette Jansen for this party episode number 200 of the Bernadette's podcast. It's a real celebration. And I'm here with James Bergen, who also works at the School of Renovating. And together, we're going to take a Bernadette on a journey through her podcast history and look, have a look at the future as well. So James is never short of a word. Would you like to introduce yourself, James? Sure. So I'm one of Bernadette's Cairns students, apart from being on the team. I am an avid learner of Bernadette's renovation smarts, and I have been using them over the last few years. And currently I'm in the middle of a kitchen renovation, and I've got my feasibilities all sorted, Bernadette. So we've been friends for many years, and I am just thrilled and excited to celebrate with you, Bernadette. Congratulations. Fantastic. Thank you, James. I actually couldn't believe my eyes when I realised that we have actually reached 200 episodes. And like, given that when I, before I started the podcast, I was concerned about whether I would be able to be consistent enough. I think I've proven that I can. Absolutely. So Bernadette, how has the podcast evolved in recent years? When did you start? And is it, was it the same then as it is now? Well, to be honest, I started it because a mentor of mine at the time, James Shrampko, had been harping on about it for probably two years. And I was quite anxious about it because I don't feel that I present that well. And so I'm thinking it's a bit like sort of presenting to an audience where they're not really in the room, which I guess is what it is. And I've been reading things that said you have to have 10 episodes ready and all this, and I'm thinking, oh, this all seems too much. But he said to me, just start. Do one episode and just start. And so that's what I did. I actually did three episodes to get started. And I'm thinking, how am I going to think up all these topics to talk about But what I discovered is the topics present themselves. There is all, as you would know, there's always something going on in our world, in our little Renault world. And I think my, you know, what happens in our projects and with our students and their lives really brings the topics to us. Now, in the beginning, I was pretty stilted and not very fluent, but some of you may know that I did this series of 14 days to a beautiful new bathroom where I did an episode every day for 14 days with the intention of not only delivering practical sort of information to renovators, but also getting better at the delivery. And I think it sort of worked. 
Yeah, so, and that's pretty much, so the first couple of episodes, we might have had a couple of hundred downloads and to the point now where we're getting between one and 2,000 downloads a week. I haven't really focused on that because I feel like I'm not really, like, I want to grow the podcast because it it spreads our message, but I don't really want to grow up for the numbers sake because I feel that the people that need this information, it's about impacting them. It's not really about a vanity metric. Oh, I'm so great because I've got so many hundreds of thousands of downloads. So yeah, that's pretty much, does that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, brother, because on the other end is people like Liz and I who have these things, which are little headphones in our ears. And we have you privately between our ears. And so even though there may be one to 2,000 downloads, every one of those is a real person. And I think that's amazing. And I think we've got a few awards to give today. Certainly you get the biggest one, Bernadette. But also Liz gets one of the champion awards, which is the Binge Listener Award. (laughs) When I first met Liz, I actually recorded the video of you, Liz, and you said, I've been binge listening to you, Bernadette, all the way on the Pacific Highway, up and down between the Central Coast and Newcastle, and now I'm meeting you. And I'm sure you're not the only binge listener. So you and the Pacific Highway are obviously good friends, Liz. Absolutely. And I have to say, Bernadette, your bathroom renovation series saved me because I have this habit of deciding I'm going to do a project and then I kind of have got an idea of the numbers but I don't know all the details and I had never done a bathroom renovation but I listened to those episodes probably two or three times each it was so helpful but other ones that I absolutely love are the episodes about Avo Smash strategy because you have inspired me to want to be able to deliver an Avo Smash project for my daughter and my nieces and nephews. Episodes, of course, about Airbnb because I've been on that trajectory, but also your episodes about mindset. You've been very powerful with me about mindset and people envisioning what they want to achieve, but also you've talked about some of your own struggles, which really resonated with me. And finally, you bring us great information about the market. So John Linderman, Joe Vadillo, what people are seeing and experiencing in the market. I just love it. But James, what are your favourite episodes? Do you have any? Oh, sure I do. I mean, I've really enjoyed the ones where Bernadette takes you through like preparing a property for sale and the styling. And I've learned an enormous amount. In fact, not just on the podcast, but when we were doing the class project together in Newcastle, And every trip, we would often travel together, and every trip up, the car would be full of styling accessories. And that was part of what I learned, which Bernadette has shared. Like, you can get someone to do it all for you, but then you pay a lot of money. But if you're doing it yourself, the best way, I think, is progressive. Do you want to comment on that, Bernadette, before I go on with my (laughs) favourites? Yes, because, oh, firstly, I think, Styling yourself is not just about saving money. 
it's about having an insurance policy. So particularly when you are flipping, like I harp on about this, but it's so true that when you are flipping, you just don't know what the market's going to deliver and you need to be prepared for things not going the way you want them to. And so by styling the property and earning the furniture, that gives you some flexibility. If you need to hold on to the property for a while, you can put it on Airbnb and I do prefer it to go on Airbnb because it you have more control and you have more income from it. But if you are styling yourself, you can do it progressively as you finish a room rather than doing it all in one hit and it becomes a major exercise. So I actually start collecting materials the minute we start the project. So one page, I've got the reno plan, but on the next page, we have the styling plan so I can collect things as they go. And before I finish, James, I just want to say thanks to Ali for her comment. She says she loved the bathroom series. I was actually thinking about you, Ali, this morning, so I'm glad to see you here. And yesterday I was talking to a young woman from Perth who has a goal to be to replace her income with renovating. But right now she's climbing the property ladder and that's what she should be doing because she's still having her babies. But she was talking about how much she's binged on the bathroom series. So that's I'm just thrilled that it has impacted people on that level. Another of my favourites, Bernadette, is where you and Danielle Chio talked about empowering women to achieve financial independence. Now, I was with you on a tour to southern India and we met the women in the villages and it's an amazing project. Danielle is just a shining star in terms of how much she's made a difference. And the way you take that up, Bernadette, like your big-hearted approach, like every person who joins the School of Renovating now, you make a donation to empower those women to get back to work because the pandemic kind of wiped out their income and almost Danielle's business. But with the support of you, you've been able to get so many people back to work and they do the most exquisite hand-knitted jumpers and they're supplying the world. So I say thank you for your part in that. Coming back to favourites, or just one other area which I've loved is trading tamings. And I know there's, you talk about the woman tax, how you have to be really a challenge. Well, I think it applies to anyone. And so I've really learned from listening how important it is to like care for your tradies and how much of a difference. So when I was doing this apartment, the common areas of the apartment, which is one of our episodes, I had you in my ear about how to manage the trades. And that's so valuable. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Mm. Bernadette, I highlighted how much I love that Avo Smash strategy because, again, it's so much about supporting people, <clears throat> the, our loved ones, into property. But I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about your latest Avo Smash strategy because you're doing another one. So you're not just the founder, but you're actually involved in Renaults all the time. Yes, so I'm currently in Echuca. I'm actually sitting in my mum's house, like mum left us last year, but we still have her house. And we came down to kick off a project we bought with our third daughter and son-in-law. And the plan was to renovate the house 
and to build a duplex on the back. And so we're starting that now. And of course, because I'm the driver of the project, I'm the one that's here. And I really want to make sure that we really do a good job for our kids. Not that they aren't involved in it, but I want to make sure it's as good an experience as possible. So I'll say that it's not going that well at the moment because when you incorporate a development aspect, the plan is never set in stone until you've got your council approval. And so up until the point where you do have that, you're basically laying out all your options and working out what's the best way to go forward given the limitations of the job. Now, at the moment, it's looking challenging And so we're going off to see a builder this afternoon to really try and nut out how we can get the best outcome. Our ideal outcome is that we can build two properties on the back of the block and keep one each and sell the house. But if that's not going to work, then we have to figure out a different way to deliver the outcome we want, which is that we want to give two for each of our children to have a 100,000 sort of boost in money to take into their property journey. Does that answer your question? Mm, absolutely. Bernadette, just this morning, you shared with the team, you were on the train from Melbourne to Wachuka. And so while you were on the train, you were on the classic School of Renovating Feasibility Template, which is a really brilliant document that guides you through the process of feasibility and project management. And there you were, hammering away, tapping away on your keyboard on the train, adjusting the feasibility and turning it into the project plan. And lucky for us, you recorded it. And so we've now got that video live on the School of Renovating blog. So if you go to School of Renovating blog, schoolofrenovating.com, it's there. And so we're telling the story about you and Stephen and Madeline, who are now on the journey of this Avos Max project. So thanks for that. And as Liz says, it's ongoing inspiration. Yeah. I would also like to ask about the School of Renovating because whilst I was listening to your podcast for a long time and binge listening, I wasn't always thinking about formal education with you. But I found my way to that and it's been very valuable. But I wonder in the four years that the podcast has been going, if you can tell us a little bit about how the School of Renovating has evolved. Oh, okay. So actually I'll start a bit earlier than that. When I first started the School of Renovating, I started with an online course, which took me like years to put together. And then when I finally launched it, I launched it to crickets because I'd done nothing about marketing. I just thought, build and they will come. Well, that's not the case. So I went back to square one and then started doing live boot camps, which worked quite well. But when shortly after I started the podcast, the pandemic set in And that put an end to all our live events and training. And so basically we had to go back to scratch and record a whole new program and so that it could be online. So now that's our 100K program. But over the years I've also produced 
the Airbnb program and lots of mini trainings on all different elements of renovating and property and just really building financial capacity with property. And so now we have all that online training, but we also have mentoring and coaching programs in the Wonder Women program. So right now we are in the process of setting up a new website It's almost done called She Renovates. Well, it is done and it's live, but it doesn't have all the material up yet. And that's where our Wonder Women program will live moving forward. And yeah, does that answer your question adequately? Absolutely. So you're always building and creating and I see every day the ideas that you have and your ability to turn what you're doing into fantastic inspiration for all of us in short videos, in podcasts, and then separately in formal education. It's absolutely amazing. I wonder whether this is also an opportunity for you to tell us your vision for how things are growing at the School of Renovating and where you are taking the school this year? It is. Are you talking about in terms of our leadership program? Well, yeah, you could. I mean, that's one really interesting aspect that, yeah, I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. So I have known that a lot of the magic that we create is not just down to me. It's the incredible community of women that we work with and that we have leaders in our midst. And so my goal is to put our arms around that expertise and community to the benefit of everyone. And so we have, we've put together a leadership group, we call them the legends, and out of our diamond program. And these are women who mostly are subject matter experts in their own right and also have an incredible community spirit and that's what really sets them apart. And so tonight we're having our first meeting and their role is really around advisory and support to make sure that the decisions that we make are really move our community forward in terms of the results that we're able to achieve. So that's probably the biggest move that we're making this year. We've also got a lot of things coming up. We know that joint ventures are a really core element of renovating and property. There aren't many renovators that get through their career without needing to find a joint venture partner at some point in time. So we're now running an intensive day on joint ventures and that's around training renovators to be able to put together a joint venture and do that in a responsible way, but also for them to be able to pitch their deals and learn to pitch first and then to share their deals. So there's that opportunity for community participation And also at our first one, we will be launching our this year's class project. So James talked about the class project last year. So we're taking a different stance this year. And so we'll be launching that there. What other things have we got coming up? Sorry, next week 
I'm talking in Adelaide. So if you're in Adelaide, please come along. That's on Thursday night next week. So that's really spreading the word about how women can take control of their financial future with property. And also we've got the amazing retreat coming up. Now the retreat is the Wonder Women retreat is the best thing that we do each year. And so what we do is we get together for a week and it's around personal development. It's around sharing ideas and inspiration. We do lots of fun things like this year, we've hired a whole country house in the Southern Highlands and it's staffed with a fantastic chef and all to care for us so we don't have to worry about those personal needs we're looked after. And we go on a property tour, we look at Airbnbs, we do shopping, we do high tea. It's just a whole lot of fun. And this year we are opening up to non-Wonder Women. So we've got various programs. So for someone who's been sort of watching from the outside what goes on in She Renovates and the School of Renovating, it's an opportunity to actually get in and enjoy some of the magic. And I think that's to share. Can I just mention on the retreat, it was one of the best things that I have done in my property career last year and it really cemented some fantastic friendships. It took my relationships with people from, which were already strong from our Zoom calls to just another level because you're sitting beside them on the bus you're going for a walk in the morning, you're having dinner together, a glass of champagne, coffee, whatever it is, and you're just surrounded by these wonderful people. And James, I know, is involved in the program development this year, so I'm sure it'll be amazing. Is there anything you want to give away, James? Maybe not. Sure. I can share a few secrets. In fact, Bernadette and I were lucky enough to go down to the Southern Highlands. And when I mentioned Southern Highlands, one of our live viewers has said that I have been enjoying your podcast driving backwards and forwards to the Southern Highlands to our Renault project. I love them all. 200 episodes is a great testimony to the wealth of knowledge you have and generosity in sharing. So, yes, we're coming to the Southern Highlands. And when Bernadette and I visited last week, I mean, it is just extraordinary. Now, this it's a hotel, the Robertson Hotel. It is so amazing. Apparently, we were told at one point in time, it was the most magnificent hotel in the Southern Hemisphere. Now, it's a very old lady. She's beautiful. And we're going to have the run of the house. So it's got all these gorgeous rooms, not only the accommodation rooms, but the rooms that we get to play in and have learning sessions in. There's one room beautifully called the Orangerie, which is where we'll have the high tea. But every session is like, I think the important thing is that the learning takes place when you're in a session, but also in the bar or over coffee or on the morning walk, as you say it is. So it's a special treat. And our host from the hotel happens to be an interior designer, happens to have done a magnificent renovation in the Southern Highlands with some very innovative Renault techniques to Bernadette. I watched Bernadette raise her eyebrows and say, wow. So we're going to visit that property and it's quite a story. So that's just a few snippets that are there. In addition, someone else said a comment 
So that sounds amazing. And when you were talking about the JVs, but that, that sounds amazing because I'm time poor and news are renovating. So I th- oh, when someone else said to do with Tracy Taming, my painter sat down and ate pancakes with my family on Sunday morning. What a great I story. I love that. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that the fact that we've got people from all levels of renovating, like keen to start, as well as seasoned operators, maybe you can just, either of you, can just comment on, you know, the tiers of how to be involved with the School of Renovating and She Renovates. Okay, well, it starts with being a podcast listener because it, when making a decision to change your life with property is a fairly momentous thing and so the podcast is a great way to... Uh, not only learn some tips and tricks, but also to get some insight into what it involves. And I said recently, and I think this is a pretty fair assessment of it, like we're absolutely passionate about renovating, but 30% of your time as a renovator is like, I always liken it to labour. When you're having a baby and you're going through absolute hell and thinking, why am I back here? And then the other 30% is, okay, it's good what you're doing. But then that last 30% is flipping amazing. So that's the flip side of the coin when you've got the beautiful baby and you forget about all the rest. And I think it's really important to understand that because if you were, you know, let's say selling houses or whatever the shows are, the block, yes, it looks chaotic at times, but you don't really get an accurate understanding of what really is involved. So I think being a podcast listener, that's why we try and share the the good and the bad and the ugly so that you get a really good understanding of what it's like to actually be a full-time renovator. Then the next step would be if you are, you know, maybe to take on a program like the 100K program, that would be the next step to learn what's involved, learn the system because that's What's key. 100K mean, Bernadette? What does 100K mean? Well, 100K is based on making 100,000 profit from each project. There are various ways of doing it. It's not all flipping. Everyone thinks renovating is just about flipping, but there are lots of other ways. For instance, someone who's not got the capacity to buy property, might try the Airbnb for rent strategy. So you might try, you might rent a property in order to list it on short-term rental to produce an income. And last year, I have actually done that myself, but last year we saw a spectacular example of that when we visited Maggie's at Trentham, where these two men have rented a presbytery and have styled it beautifully and they return they net I think about 40,000 a year 40 or 50,000 a year from that property so which is pretty good given that they don't actually own the property they've got a 10-year lease on it so for someone that doesn't have the income that is a fantastic strategy but of course you need to know what you're doing because Airbnb doesn't do well everywhere and you've got to research it and make sure that you know what you're doing Yes, so of course we have an Airbnb program and then once you're ready to take it seriously and start taking action, that's when you might consider coming into Wonder Women where you get support in your renovation journey and we have 
two different levels. There is the launch pad and also the diamond level. Yeah, it really depends on your strategy and your level of competence, which one you go into. So does that... That's great. By the way, it was episode 166 where you interviewed Trevor of Magazine Twentham. So if you haven't listened to that one, it's a really great episode into how to make money without even owning the property. And those guys are on fire, as we all found. And there's some great videos on that as well that we've got. Mm. And now, I would um, just, uh, sorry, James, I know you're, I think there's, you're going to make some magic happen shortly. But I would just also say for people who are needing funds, then, or who can't move forward with their renovation journey, the joint venture masterclass, which is coming up in May, which Bernadette has already mentioned, is a fantastic thing to keep an eye out for and we will be sending information out. The other thing I was going to say is that I've always been really inspired by people in our community who rent out part of their house, like Lucy Scott, for example, that really got me on the podcast to achieve an income stream and it just means they can supercharge what their their own home and help it helps them grow. So inspiring what you can do without actually, if you don't have a lot of funds, without buying another property, the things that you can do. And you've told us about those, Bernadette, which is just fantastic. I remember, Bernadette, when you visited my home, which I'm fortunate enough to own, even though with a big mortgage, and we were talking about the possibilities and we were sitting down in my lounge room and I already been to Ikea and I had a new kitchen sorted for the, to rip out the cupboards. And you said, James, I don't think you're optimising the value of your property by leaving the kitchen where it is. This is a two-bedroom apartment. And so as a result of that on a sleepless night, then the new plan is to move the kitchen into the living room of all places, which is an absolutely fabulous idea. And it gives me a, a brand new study slash bedroom number three and in Bondi, where I live, that adds literally hundreds of thousands of dollars without the window. And then when I do the window on top. So I guess my point is principal place of residence. If you're lucky enough to own your own home, there is really important ways which the advocates to add value to the property. And that can be part of your journey too. So it can be as simple as and when we talk about the Cosmetic Plus system, which Bernadette developed. And that's a very important principle, which in my words is not a major structural renovation, but sometimes it's a minor structural one, but certainly the cosmetic stuff, but just minor structural alterations can make a massive difference. So yeah, lots of options there. Now, before we go on, I want to to just say that like any organization, it takes a village. And we have a village of a team, and we're lucky enough to have three team members overseas in the Philippines, Rona, general manager, and Mikey, our multimedia editor, and Troy, our all things geek support person, as well as, of course, Bernadette and her family, who are really the power behind the the event. So Mikey has a celebratory show for you, Bernadette. Stay right, Bernadette, you get your own. She renovates Oscar. 
Well, thank you for that, James and Mikey and Troy, Rona and Liz. And I really want to reiterate that, that it does take a village and how fortunate I feel to have you all in my team because, as you all know, I'm not a great manager and I just sometimes have to pinch myself to know that I have got such an amazing team because it's definitely not due to me. So, yes, I'm very, very appreciative of everything you all do. So thanks. And especially for this episode, which I've had nothing to do with. Well, on that note, I'd just like to say a warm thank you to Liz for stepping into the new role of community manager. And Liz is a very seasoned and accomplished renovator and she brings her wealth of experience. And now she's kind of like right there on the phone or like if you've got an inquiry about joining or what program's right for you, you'll get Liz on the phone. And she speaks from such experience with such a big heart. So, yeah, thanks, Liz, for coming on board. I have the rare privilege of being one of the few wonder blokes as part of the School of Renovating, but I can't fill in for being a Wonder Woman as you can. So thank you. That's a pleasure. I love it. I love it. I love talking to people and welcome inquiries. So if anyone wants to have a chat about anything that we're doing or ideas for podcasts or courses that if they're interested in courses, please reach out and we'll organise. I'll have, gladly have a conversation. And if you think that your future is part of our growing community, then please consider the retreat coming up in June. It will be Monday to Friday, the 12th to the 16th of June. It will be an extraordinary opportunity to launch yourself and you will be welcomed with open arms into a community of people who has each other's back. And I know that because I'm part of the WhatsApp group which is the Wonder Women Diamond level. And my goodness, there's no no problem that is not solved by the Renault sisters. It's just alive with contribution and real resourcefulness. So, yeah, like reach out, come and have fun. And thank you, Bernadette, for being our inspiration founder and bring all your experience. Well, thank you, James. And I think it's really important to say, so we're called Wonder Women, but... I don't for a minute want you to think that there are some really amazing men who support us and walk along the journey with us. And like in particular, James and Stephen and the husbands, it's like there are a lot of Wonder Women who are on their own, but there are also a lot who are do have amazing relationships. So we don't want you to think that it's just us. We do all this on our own because we don't. You need a few good men in your midst to keep a balanced view of life and we are very grateful to your, for your contributions. So congratulations, Bernadette. Thank you. 200. Woohoo. Thank you. I feel very honoured to accept this Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks so much. I'm going to sign off from sunny Rochester. And, yes, and we'll see you next week in Episode 201. Wonderful. See you all then. Bye-bye. Thank you.
This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.